0: I have this client and but this is a really common story and she told me she would never weigh under 70 kilos because she worked so hard to weigh 70 kilos for her wedding years ago and it was just such a hard process for her that in her mind she believed she would never achieve under 70 kilos and I, we had a little bit of an argument about this and I challenged her on, um, because she'd already achieved so much. By that point, she'd already worked so hard um, and achieved, I think, a loss of about five or six kilos. Um, I can't remember the exact numbers, um, but she'd done so well and she'd come to her plateau, her weight loss plateau. Part of that plateau was actually her mindset and her self-limiting beliefs around what she could achieve based on her past experience. So for her, it was so hard to get to 70 kilos. So in her mind, she was never going to weigh less than that. We had a little bit of bent, back and forth about this. Um, she's a really good friend of mine um, also, as we, uh, a lot of my clients become. Um, she. We had a bit of back and forth. We, we took a closer look at her day-to-day habits and we found some areas that definitely needed improvement, um, but that she wasn't really looking at. And once she did that, she's now maintaining at 65 kilos. So less than she weighed on her wedding day. So I really love challenging people around their self-limiting beliefs. And I do see a lot of them, um, especially from women and just watching them um, smash them out of the park and change their life completely. change their whole perspective around their capability and um, how their life can be. So it seems like it's really trendy at the moment to talk about fat loss being all about calories in and calories out, and it's as simple as that. But it's not, because if it was as simple as that, we'd all be lean, we'd all be the weight that we want to be, we'd all just choose to be in a calorie deficit. But the fact of the matter is that there are so many factors that play into uh, calories in calories out including your work um, your food environment think about our food environment we're surrounded by really tasty high calorie food that's thrown at us all the time through advertising and we're sitting on our asses as well um, you've got your social life your um, cultural uh, practices around food as well um, you've got your emotions, your hormones, um, your age, um, what else you've got going on in your life as well. It's not always a priority. And I think that people who portray fitness as being some amazing feat um, or getting abs as being, you know, some amazing feat. Well, it is, but it's also a choice. And if you choose to be that focused on yourself and your appearance I feel like that's a little bit unhealthy to be honest and when I'm working with women who are influenced by these images online of people saying oh hey I I've got heaps of belly rolls which are abs and I still eat chips like this for my Instagram it's not reality and it's not healthy whatsoever I actually had um one person tell me uh, I was delivering a habit space uh, program about changing habits around and I did say that it was optional to count calories. I always say that it's optional to count calories. The, counting calories is not um, an exact science. It just gives you a bit of an idea of what you're eating. So Um, it can be easier for some people. Some people find it frustrating as hell and stressful and they just don't need that extra stress in their life. But, you know, I was delivering a habit space program and this person told me I don't want to count calories. And I said, well, I did say you don't have to, so, but what will you do to bring your calorie intake down without counting them? And there's ways of doing that for sure. And we were discussing them in the program um so it's it's definitely i think that term just freaks people out but at the end of the day the fact is a calorie is a unit of energy it goes in if we don't expend it then we store it as body fat like i can reframe this in a number of different ways for people but i think that people need to stop freaking out about terms like calories about Checking in with your body weight. There's studies that show that people who monitor their their weight more consistently or regularly, um, without getting upset about it, tend to maintain a healthy body weight. Um, there's all of these misconceptions I think are around the um, the bod- body positive movement or the anti diet movement. Um, But the fact of the matter is there's a time and a place for this stuff. It's science and it does impact your results. If you want me to blow smoke up your ass and tell you that I'm giving you a magic um, meal plan to, uh, you know, that doesn't involve counting calories, which a lot of people do, um, then enjoy. I'm not going to do it, actually. So I'm far too often seeing women who are too lacking in confidence or too anxious to come into a group fitness situation, but they're desperate to change where they're at with their fitness. And they know that they need to do something, but they're really just terrified of coming into a place um, like a gym. And that could be down to having um, negative experiences in the past. And I've certainly had them myself um, or just uh, their their own uh, internal confidence. And I just want people to know that um, probably every fitness trainer that you see is suffering with uh, self-confidence issues. And that is likely it's a lot of the reason that a lot of people have actually gotten into the industry because they have self-confidence issues. They have body confidence, uh, body uh, image issues. And that's not personally the reason that I got into it. um, But I still suffer with that now I suffer with worrying about whether people are judging me. So even new clients, for you to come in here is um, makes me anxious because I'm wondering what you're going to think of me while I'm training as well. Do I look fit enough to you? Have I done this, that, the other is, was it, was I a good enough trainer? Um, When I go shopping in town and people are looking at my, um, my groceries and, judging those i assume or looking me up and down in my active wear Um, i have crooked teeth Um, i'm carrying a couple of extra kilos at the moment you know all of these things you're not the only one who suffers with those issues and i just guess that i want people to know that that's the case um just because you get up in a room uh in front of a heap room full of people and tell them what to do or talk a lot it doesn't mean that you're full of self-confidence. It just means that um, I guess I just try to move past those. And if I can help more people to feel comfortable with coming into a setting where they can lift weights. uh, We feel really passionate about providing a space where um, people can come here and not feel judged, um, not feel self-conscious, not worry about whether your undies are showing in your tights or whatever. You can come here and sweat. Everyone's sweating. Nobody cares. And I, I know that I can say this until the cows come home and people won't believe it until they actually experience it for themselves. But it is our number one priority to uh, protect the well-being of women and just stop these body confidence issues um, that prevent women from coming in and training and, and reaching the goals that they're after. So um coming in and lifting weights confidently, not having to chase big burly blokes out of the squat rack, although that is quite fun if you ask me. Um, But you can always access equipment here and you've always got a coach here as well. The women can come here and um, just really talk really openly about things um, like whether their tights do, uh, you know, cover their ass or... um, Or they're loving this or that tights or these undies or even period undies, pelvic health, um, whether they can sprint or not that day because they might wet themselves. Um, I love that people just feel comfortable enough to come here and um, not feel judged at all and support each other in that way too.